We're back. We're back. Your boys, it's a pleasure to be back. Thank you to all our listeners for sure. checking out the past episodes. We're here to bless you with a new episode today. Bump in the road, minor setback. I cannot forget that. You see me sell soft, I regret that. I carry the supply like a kid pack. And you ain't have to talk, you just stare back. You already know where my head at. I'm trying to get this bread, Jack. And really, I ain't trying to hear that. It's clear that. The shit a nigga talk about. I really done did that. I really done lived that. Well, you wouldn't want your kids at. You wouldn't want your crib back. Nigga, I can't this even sit episode, back without the strap. Nigga, I Beast can't even it. relax without the number one Oh yeah, Beastbin is packed with exclusive promotions, lightning fast withdrawals, and a dedicated support team. That's Level right. up the gaming experience and become part of our thriving global community today. Sheesh. Let's keep in mind though, you know, we gotta keep this serious. At, at the end of the day, this is lighthearted, it's fun, but remember. This is supposed to be fun. Gaming, gambling, it should all be fun and responsible. Yep. Don't play. Don't get involved if you don't live in a place that allows gambling. You know, if you need gambling help, gambling addiction, please visit Gambling Addiction Hotline at 1-800-522-4700. If you reside in the U.S., that is. You know, we're not all U.S. here. Um, and make sure, again, if you're in a restricted area in the U.S., don't, don't try local law enforcement. Just don't do it. Drive to Vegas, you know what I mean? Play from Nevada, for example. Drive somewhere in your location where it's free and legal for you to do so. Um, but if you have a problem and you don't reside in the U.S., you can always go online to gamtalk.org. That's G-A-M, G as in grandma, A as in apple, M as in maybe don't do this, gamtalk.org. We want this to be a safe, social, and inclusive experience, which is why B-Spin is the ultimate in social, safe, and successful experiences. So dive in. Don't wait. Don't wait. Join now. Join now. Let's get it is he picked a spot and picking a birthday spot's a big deal, right? You're you gotta like, pick the right spot. Yeah, you're like, where? where's a fun spot everyone's gonna be vibing? Where, where are the vibes at? What's gonna right. work for everyone? And he picked a, a little bar in Atwater Village, um, which is like kind of suburbia of LA, for those of you who aren't here. And the patio was closed. Patio was closed. I wasn't there. You were there for the beginning of it, when people actually got there. And it was the just patio was closed. Not just did the patio close, but it closed as Lingren got there. So we <laughs> so we had been on the patio. And, oh, we were uh, there. And then they were like, like closing. Yeah, this was like 1 p.m. in the afternoon. No, this is like it was like 10 p.m. It was a really random time to close an outdoor patio in LA. Oh, um, that's crazy. I didn't know. So you guys were there enjoying patio vibes. Yeah. And they're so this is as this a is bar, mid patio. <laughs> as a bar, to me, this sounds like bad business. I thought they said last call, first of all. I was like, is it 10 p.m.? What's happening right now? No. Okay. Okay. I mean, it sounds like this bar does not know what's going on. No. No. You have a birthday party, a bunch of people showing up, mm -hmm. last call, and patios closed. It's crazy. Also, for reference, they couldn't fit everyone inside. So they oh, no, it's, it's a small bar inside. It's small. So they, it's a small bar and it's a small dance floor and neither of which were accessible for the patio people. So it created a bit of a, of a problem. There was a bit of a mutiny happening. Some people wanted to be dance floor people. Some people want to be bar people. Some people yeah. want to be patio people. Uh, and the patio people won. So we had to leave. 
we had to go to another place. Okay, okay, okay. So they ended up losing like 30 people, 30, 30. And then the place that we went to was even more packed. The place we went to, uh, I have to say, Zebulon was going nuts. I didn't even, I think the thing was, I didn't even see people too at that. Because the patio people were there and I'm like, half the people aren't even here. Disarray. Mm -hmm. You know, I just think it goes back to everyone wants the opportunity to hang outside. It's summer. It's L.A. You know, whatever tickles your fancy. If it's just chatting, less loud music, want to smoke a cig, want to smoke a heater, whatever. Mm -hmm. It happened. I also want to say, you know, the reason I, I missed out on the chaos at first is I was at Seven Lions. Shout out Jeff in L.A. Historic Park. Beautiful venue. 16,000 people. Is that Seven Park. Lions' name? Is it Jeff? His name is Jeff. Okay, yeah. cool. All right, Jeff nice. Seven Lions. Nice. Um, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, shout out to Jeff for an amazing show. I missed um, my ticket in the mail. My career vision didn't make it. I, I guess you didn't get yours. Yeah, Jeff, come on. Next time, step it up. Yeah. Your Olympic I don't appreciate that. Don't and I have to say, that. while I was at his performance, all I could think of was, uh, was a memory of of us your your two boys here have been fans for a while this has to be i don't even know how many years ago but all mm -hmm. i could think of was us attending seven lions at webster hall mm -hmm. and and i mean i i want to i want to i want to this is prior to my lifetime ban prior to your lifetime ban i think i'm back i think i'm back now that jay-z is the owner though i think jay-z let me back Okay, you're you're back in, back in Jay Z, yeah. back in the circuit. So yeah. we're happy to hear that. An yeah. iconic venue in New York, Webster Hall. If you haven't been, you should definitely go. But um, I gotta say, I've one of my favorite going to a show experiences of all time. Your boy Will Gaines. I'm gonna preface this and let you talk about it, but it was the most convincing, or most unconvincing thing I've ever seen. So just for context, for going to the show, it's 21 plus. We get there all good until i realized will isn't even 21. i mean <laughs> i think you know what and it might have been like an 18 up show maybe it was 21. it was we were young dude we were young we were so young. whatever whatever age it was i wasn't the age that was required that's for sure my my thinking was though quick on my feet as i am i had moved from europe recently i had moved from france and in europe and I don't know why they do this, but they do the, the date and the day are switched on IDs. The They're not the month and day. Yeah, the month and day are switched. So at risk of, of telling you guys how old I am, I'm in my early 90s now. So you can kind of guess how long ago this must have been. This is, you know, back in the early 20s. Dealing with bigger problems then, folks. Big problem. <laughs> so we were just trying to see a show, though. You know, you got to deal with life. So I told them, hey. You know, they're like, listen, dude, you're not, you're not right age. And I was like, no, but I am. See, this is the thing. You got to switch the dates and the dates will make sense if you switch them. And, um, okay. For was like, That's fucking I couldn't believe this. As I'm hearing this, as my ID has been checked and I'm good to go, I hear this going on and I'm like, 0%. I'm not going to lie. I have all the confidence in my, in my co-host here, but I was like, there's no way. So he leaves me. So he goes in. He's giving up on me entirely. He's already in there having a good time. I'm on my own at this point. Um, but before he left, I was like, no, no, no. Check out his ID. So before Lingering gets out of there, he has low numbers too, which I didn't even know. I was just, thank God, you know? Like, I was just yeah. like, you got to shoot your shot. No, it was perfect because it's 6'2". 
that was that still work yes so he correct he there was a corroboration of the story yep. right but the guy wasn't convinced he was like this is i don't know how you're doing this but this is this so Linger leaves, I'm on my own, and I just keep working it. I'm working every angle. I'm like, dude, you know, I got three kids. I got fucking, you know, I got 14 mortgages. Like, I'm of age. And I think he was basically just like, look, I know you're lying. Like, you're not, a, but get the fuck in here. Um, I think I think he just, I think, you know what he respected is you just going with it. Yeah. And just, he's like, this kid's full of shit. Yeah, I didn't give up. But he's like, he's not giving up. No. And no. and you got into the show, had a crazy time. I can't believe seeing you in there. I was in shock. Yep. And I was like, I was like, there's something special here with this one. Yep. No one else. I met, some, I met some amazing people that night. I I, you know, I had an amazing time. It was quite a night. It was quite a night. And, you know, I'll say this, though. I think it translates into let's go with the lessons from the boulevard right lessons yeah. from olympus right <laughs> this was one of those lessons from olympus moments where it's like if you really want to commit yourself to doing something and you and you put the effort in you know not every time but sometimes it'll pay off and if it doesn't pay off you still get the reward of having tried if i hadn't got in like i would have been like i fucking did everything possible other than like 100%. you know 100%. i showed the line I'm sure, and I'm sure there were other people in a similar situation that were like, showed the ID, and the guy was like, no, and they turned around and hopped back on the subway and went home, right. and are probably feeling like losers right now. They're because, listening to this. But yeah, they're listening to this, and they're like, fuck, I gotta try. And and you know, you gotta be, I think you gotta bullshit your way to the top there. Yeah. And you did, and we had a crazy night. You ready and, for the ultimate? You ready for this? Let me watch this. Yeah. Ultimate example of this, folks. Um, David Geffen, he's the first ever billionaire out of the music industry. He was working in the mailroom, I think it's CIA. Yep. And he was like, Yeah, I went to Harvard, like I'm the GOAT. I'm I'm gonna be the best ever. And he, I mean, he has since become, you know, co-founder of uh with Spielberg. He co-founded DreamWorks. He's got Geffen records. The dude's a billionaire, okay? Like literal billionaire. Uh, he didn't go to Harvard. <laughs> he made he it all go. up. He made it all up. He made yeah. it all up. And I don't know if that's illegal, but but he got away with it. You know, that was, and I'm glad you brought this up because that was the golden age of hustlers in that beginnings of agency. It wasn't illegal oh. then. Yeah. The back in that day, all these dudes that like run the WMEs, the CAAs, all these they all just bullshitted and said, I went to UCLA, I yeah. went to Harvard, I went Which is, to you know, more gray area. I think you you find your own line. I think my line at, at Seven Lines was, I'll say I'm the age. Right? <laughs> and and yeah. I don't have to do that anymore, right? Like there's, until I get my like, um, you know, senior citizen discounts, like there's no reason, my we're good, we're good. I, I'm think, we're good on age. I think we're good on age, yeah. but I do I do respect that go get what you want go get it and 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 decide and decide yeah the deal dude i mean it was it was awesome and and i gotta say a memory that still sticks with me that your boys out here still being hustlers and it started a long time ago and at seven lines all i could think about i was sitting there getting a nice giggle about it because i was like yo that shit was ridiculous I was gonna sell him water if he was a well, dude. I was gonna make that happen. I'm saying we're selling ice to a polar bear. Selling ice to a polar bear. Oh yeah. Also, shout out that door guy who's probably just dealing with shit all night. 
And then he's like, you know what? At least this kid's coming with something interesting. At least this kid's coming with something interesting. And uh, and you know what? Just because I'm going to get a bit ahead of myself, I did want to talk about, because it's something that's been going on here. We live in Los Angeles. Uh, Coachella's been happening. I mean, probably one of the biggest music festivals ever. Mm-hmm. But um, it just made me think on this on this theme of music. I don't know if you heard, but so Frank Ocean was a headliner. Oh, I, I go go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Frank, I don't know Ocean, Frank Ocean was a headliner. He hasn't put out music. He hasn't even had a show in like ten years. Something crazy. Um, he hasn't been back to Coachella for like ten years. Hasn't put out too much music. Everyone's freaking out about the Frank Ocean show. Like this is all I see on Twitter are people like they're gonna live stream. It's gonna be the best. Like we're waiting out for Frank Ocean. So what happens with Frank Ocean is he comes up and throws down the most mid set of all time. And apparently just throws a listening party, sings a couple songs, and he's out. Mm. Fans are pissed. Apparently he hired a hundred ice skaters. And then at last second was like scrap the ice rink and the ice skaters. And all these people are like, what do we do now? They and there's just ice skaters just kind of dancing around on stage, and they're like, What the fuck? And so everyone up in arms about the Frank Ocean performance. He's like a dystopian fucking. Literally. It was like all the flies or some shit goes on at Coachella and everyone's stoked for Frank Ocean and nothing happens. And everyone's like, he didn't even perform songs. What's the take? I mean, is the take like maybe we got to hear Frank Ocean's side? Or is it like if you're a headliner at Coachella, you kind of got to throw down. I'll say this. I don't give a fuck. You don't care. You don't care. I think I would say Frank Ocean's a huge, huge musician. That what's the deal? You come in and not showing up? I've seen so much controversy around it. And so, like, first of all, all the people that went that are like, yeah, I paid all this money. You got something to talk about for fucking six six weeks at the office. You got to see Frank Ocean's fucking blunder at at Coachella. Even better marketing than if it had been a good set. So, first of all, from a marketing wow. perspective, this is no even press better. Is bad press. Dude, he's the king of this. He's, right. he's the king of press, dude. This motherfucker can turn nothing into something. Like he got out of a label deal by putting out a music video and saying it was an album and then dropped an album that fucking like exploded like and all that press from the whole music video people were like this is an album this is trash and then they're like blonde is fucking incredible so i think he's got to do a performance like on the moon tomorrow like flown through spacex and it's his apology i gotta give you some credit here because you're you're making me think about it differently this man has made a career out of not performing yeah (laughs) he is literally keeping himself relevant yeah. By not performing and not putting out music. And just doing what the fuck he wants. I mean, like, he got out of his label. He fucking twists his ankle and he's like, I'm not performing. Like, You're right. Yeah, I saw the thing about the bike. Who else can do that, dude? If <laughs> I twisted my ankle and they were, and we had to shoot this episode, you'd be like, take that shit up. We got work to do. You know? <laughs> David Goggins. Let's go. Dude, David Goggins has stress fractures. He's running 100 miles. You know what I mean? So. I, I know. No, Frank Ocean. Maybe the king of doing whatever the fuck he wants. I think he is. On and his I own terms. Him. On his own terms. Okay. Yeah. And that's, you know, wait, we're, we've seen both sides of it. But I got to say, I think, yourself, you might, I think you might have hit it on the head with this man knows he's doing what he wants and keep himself relevant. Coachella got what they wanted. They got they got a ton of press. They yep. got a ton of people already paid. So it's not, <laughs> they don't lose. Honestly, I don't think they cared at all. They don't care. 
Coachella gets what they want. Coachella attendees get what they want. We, as people who want to talk about fun shit, we get what we want. Frank Ocean got what he want. The ice skaters still got paid. I don't see anyone losing other than Frank Ocean's ankle. So I hope his ankle feels better. I think it's the only person who lost. He got hurt. So I shout out to him. Like, I hope he feels better. Shout out Frank Ocean. I hope the ankle starts feeling better. And I did want to say there was one cool thing that I think, uh, you know, I think I think there's something cool. Obviously, music is such a universal, worldly thing. And for the first time ever, we saw uh, Korean headliners in Blackpink. That I think is just, I'm not too versed on Blackpink, but I just thought it was really cool to see people from like. Is that their name, Blackpink? Yeah. Um, and apparently they killed it for like hot Korean chicks that just went on and threw down bangers. And Fire. love that. I just think that's inspiring. No matter where you are yeah. in the world, go Shut ahead. Up. Yes. Pursue your fucking dreams. Like, look at that. Look at that. At the same time that Frank Ocean's putting on a show by not putting on a show, yep. we have, like, you know, we're setting records. Yep. We're getting exposure. Yep. And this thing they have in common is they're doing what the fuck they want to do. And it's not always easy. It's not easy for them to get to Coachella and fucking headline, but they did it. It's not easy for me to be out here on fucking Planet Hoth, you know, yeah. with the little Star Wars people. Thank you. Damn, dude. Yeah. Star Wars people are going to be like, fuck Will, dude. He doesn't know. I like, can't believe it. I'm the Star Wars person ever, and I had to correct you. That is wild. But with the Ewoks on Hoth, we're saying pursue your dreams. Yes. Who knows? You might be the next. Coachella headliner. That's what and, I was trying to say. And you might come from some country where no one's ever performed headline Coachella set. That I thought was fucking cool. Um, but meanwhile, while everyone was at Coachella, I was enjoying the beauty that was Los Angeles with everyone gone and no traffic. And it was literally, I think, it might be my favorite weekend of the year. Yeah. Everyone's just I gone. I didn't realize. I, I don't I tune things out, man. Like I don't I probably would have recognized there was less traffic, but I just I'm not ever paying attention. I even know it was Coachella weekend, dude. I'm just, I'm so focused on what the fuck is going on on the home front, you know? My man's got blinders on. Oh they, yeah, dude, no question. I don't, and I don't even it's hard for me to understand. And if you live in LA, I think you can agree. It was impossible for me not to notice. That I could just get in my car and drive anywhere, and it took all of two minutes. When you said, when you told me how nice is it with everyone being gone, it made sense to me how I was able to get to you so quickly. Yes. But I think also coming from Venice, going anywhere in the city, um, it's already going to take forty minutes. You're going to take a while. So I'm like, I, I just kind, I'm like, yeah. You're numb to it. You're numb yeah. to it. They're like, it's going to be a trek. Dude, I was driving from D.C. to Baltimore, and when I was a kid, I thought that was the longest drive. Like, I, I was like, D.C. to Baltimore is like driving That's to an alien planet. It's a road trip. Dude, it's a 40-minute drive. It's I do so that every great. day. Every day I do that to go. Whether it's to come see him or whether it's to go to the fucking grocery store, I'm doing a 40-minute drive, dude. I think that is... That one second, you think it's like, oh, this is the longest drive ever. No reality check. That's nothing. That's nothing. But we were, you know, I enjoyed the weekend. Uh, it was peaceful. Got to be outside. Got to see you. Got to see some good friends. Um, life was good. Also, want to touch on something that started this weekend. NBA playoffs. 
Um, exciting times. I know you have connections to the Suns organization and group. They lost their first game. We saw a shit ton of injuries all over the NBA, which was a huge bummer. That's whack. I got to say, so whack. It was not the direction I thought your sense was oh, going to take. You were like, so, yes, NBA was, is going dope. I was so down. excited. I was so excited to watch a bunch of ball. And heavyweight people, Giannis, John Morant, Tyler Hero, all big injuries. And that sucks. He got to say that sucks. Yeah. Uh, really, really bumming me out. Yeah. But um, hope they, hope they recover quickly. Nothing too serious, right? Just like minor Tyler injuries. Hero, Tyler, this was the lamest. Tyler Hero broke his hand sliding oh. for a ball. He just yeah. slid across the court, somehow broken hand. Oh, well, good for him. That's commitment. That's commitment. Commitment to the cause. Keep you break your hand going for a ball, dude. Like I'm, we're keeping you on the team. I would, I would hope so. Honestly, that would really suck if you if you did the dive for the ball and they're like, man, this ain't gonna work out. This nah, we can't renew. Real. We can't. We we gotta. It go. happens though, and that's that is the problem I have with sports, dude. It will happen. It's a fickle uh, business. It's a fickle business, it's man. It's a fickle business. Can I bring up a different sport? Can I side tangent us real quick? Oh, please. We were talking about LA. We were talking about sports. We we're talking about traditionally fucking over athletes. This is now, watch this. I'm going to give you what is untraditional for sports in LA, which is also, this, all this is untraditional. Okay. So I read this the other day. Dude. The Dodgers re-signed an outfielder, Andrew Tolles. Um, Great story. Yes. Dude. So apparently this player, you know, he has schizophrenia and he hasn't played since 2018, but to give him access to their insurance and mental health services, they signed him. So he's not expected to play, but signing will allow him to receive treatment, counseling, therapy, and medication. And I was like, I'm a Dodgers fan now. And I'm proud to live in LA now. It's a classy move. It's a classy move. It's a classy move. That's how it should be, dude. This, this, the way that business should function is if you walk out with our company and you like are part of us increasing in value or you're part of doing X, Y, Z, whether or not you work at the company in the future, like we're going to look out for you if we have the means. And it's so dope that they were like, yeah. I'm honestly so glad you brought up this story because I was also reading about it. I mean, this dude and one just let's be let's be very clear. They're not expecting this guy probably to ever play. Right. Right. And they're just. Listen, you're yep. on the roster. Yep. I don't know how much he's getting paid, but that's not the emphasis. It's like treatment. We got your back. Yep. Honestly, something I'd hope we'd see across all major sports mm -hmm. instead of, and honestly, bigger even than sports, right? Even you work at, I don't give a damn. You work at Jersey Mike's. You work at Joe Schmo's. You're feeling bad. You're down. Your mental health is out. No, this, this isn't like a let's move on, man. You weren't cut yeah. out of this. It's like a, hey. We're gonna support you. Let's let you get better. Let's get you get and back. It'll help. It'll help the business. Like oh. Joe Schmo could benefit from some fucking medical plans. One hundred percent. And right, like, and just this is also the business side. The best optics. Like if, like, look at that. If you weren't a Dodgers fan, you read about that story. I wasn't like, a Dodgers fan, and you're like, that's sick. That's sick. I'm a Dodgers. I dyed my hair for the Dodgers because of this that. Is, this is a diehard Dodger fan now. Oh, yeah. I have a um, tattoo on my chest. I'm getting a tattoo go. on my face. <laughs> but if they but if they drop him, dude, I'm getting those tattoos removed and I'm boycotting. If they ever drop him, he's signed for life. Oh, you're saying the second they drop him, <laughs> Dodgers fandom is done. No, yeah, it's done. It's, it's done. done. And, if you, and if you stop with him, like, I hope that this is a snowball effect. 
where like other organizations, other sports start to take accountability for like, okay, these people built, like they might not be shareholders, right? They might not be equity owners, but like they are sweat. They are the definition of sweat equity owners, dude. They literally played and made you what you are today. There should be some sort of bonus, dude. Like if you win the World Series, like every player on the team gets a small percent ownership of the team. Well, for forever, like point point one percent. Definitely do get bonuses for those things. And every, I mean, like, nah, they own the team. They own the team. Every Andrew Tolles owns the Dodgers now. That would be the only right move. But I honestly, that world. Shout out, shout out, Andrew Tolles, fighting through stuff. Yeah, giving us some real, giving us some real, real positive vibes out there. Fuck yeah. Um, you know, we we at Olympic Boulevard, we love those uplifting stories and stuff, right, dude. And also representing the schizophrenic community and showing that they can fucking achieve the greatest heights of you know performance as well. What a great look for mental health. Let's let's take a step back too and realize this dude was playing professional baseball, dealing with schizophrenia. I mean, I don't even know how he was doing. You can do anything, folks. I impressive to say the least. Yeah, don't sell yourself short. You know, you can you can beat anything. You can fight through anything. And yeah. it all, I think all that matters, too, is the lesson is if people are there putting out a helping hand, anything's possible. All about it was huge, dude. Yeah. Everything about it from, from him as, like, an icon to them as, like, showing what allyship looks like to, like, the positive reaction, like, societally, all of this, very good news. And you don't usually see it. That's what I'm saying. It's unorthodox. None of this shit usually happens. We um, love, so. love to hear that. We, we love, love to hear that. Um, right, let's, 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 let's head in a different direction. I think, I think we have a, a market recap. Will, do you want to lead us? We got a new segment. Let's um, get into it. Yeah. The, fire aqua- <laughs> the, the aquatic acquirefy, uh, market recap. Acquirefy, thank you for everything. Um, we're going to make sure that we're, you know, analyzing the market, working with market partners that understand it better than we do. You know, scraping the internet, getting you all some facts. We're trying to elevate, you know, we're trying to bring it to the next level. We started out, we were amateurs, right? We were playing amateur ball. We're in the World Series now. So market recap so far, this was like data from last week. Um, so as far as the U.S. economy goes, right? All right we're talking about you and I. There's, there's a lot of people out there, but we're going to start with the U.S. This is where we're from. Um, so apparently we started 2023 on a pretty high note. Um it has been underwhelming. I think people would say now here we are in March, the first quarter, it ended pretty bad. Um, so th- we're about three and a half percent lower growth than was expected. Mm. When I think about that as like listening to the news, dude, I would have thought we would have been down 30% growth. Like they make it sound like, I mean, inflation is horrible and prices are going up. They make it sound like it's, it's perilous outside. Don't you I, think? Like, I will, I will say this. If, so what they say three and a half or three percent? Three and a half percent from the highest projection. So okay. from the highest, from our like, this is the peak that we could be doing. We're three and a half below that. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm also shocked. If one, we know the news cycle is is very scare tacticy and things like this. Right. Definitely thought we were in the dumps. Me too. Which we are. I mean, we're not. Three and a half percent is massive. It just is not like, you know, you don't hear 3%. You're like, and the world is ending. Um, but I guess it is. I guess we take everything with a grain of salt. 
Yeah. Okay. So three and a half percent. Let's kill the next quarter. Come on. Right. Start. Exactly. That's let's we can make that up. We can, we can make, make that, that up. up. Let's get some let's let's three get some shots out of a hundred. I think we can do that. So um just moving on, you know, obviously I'm more more versed in the world of crypto. That's just some uh traditional finance updates, but I'll, I'll get better at those. But with the world of crypto, so Ralph Lauren is fucking with crypto now. They've entered the space. Ralph Lauren's trying to make moves. They're accepting crypto. Um, they're collaborating with some Web3 communities. We'll what see how that goes. Accepting crypto, what does that mean? They can pay for your Ralph Lauren you shit. Pay, yeah, so they, they they recently launched a store in Miami where the it's the brand's first venture accepting crypto. I think it was a smart play because Miami is like a crypto haven. Like the city of Miami is really crypto-centric. So I think it was a, I think it was a sick play um we'll see how they get into the nft space I, i'm a little disappointed with like corporations just taking money from people in the nft space not providing anything but we'll see we'll, we'll see, see what happens we'll see i'm a ralph lauren fan so i'm not i'm not opposed to it um this is a little bit untraditional for crypto Ch the country of china the, their ministry of industry and information technology is saying that they're going to enhance their position in blockchain they're usually banning crypto dude so I think uh, they're trying to get they're trying to get more involved. They want a piece. They want a piece of the Everybody pie. They already own the most Bitcoin, so it's not like they don't. Have it. They ban their citizens from using crypto, and then they buy it themselves. So I don't really I, understand. That's shady. That's so shady, though. It's shady. Can we just say this? Yo, you can't do this. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do all of it. We're gonna do it. We're, we're gonna we're get gonna. really into it, but you guys are banned. Shady. That's kind of how corporations are with taxes. They're like, you, the citizen, you're going to pay that. I'm not going to pay it. Um, you're you're, you're going to purchase it. Regular person? Yeah, you're yeah. footing this one. Oh, um, oh, you work. Oh, you work. You know, wait, you got this. But I'm making billions. You know, I'm not going to. I'm going to hold that. I don't yeah. understand how this country works in that way. Um, you'd think that like, our representatives would get involved, but maybe they don't represent us. Um, moving on. So, right for this, right? You're like, oh, I did that too, by the way. You know, we're getting a little bit. We're starting to take some shots, but hey, we're like, taking we're taking a couple of shots. We're holding people yeah. accountable out here. I don't know what yeah, yeah. a little bit, a little bit. We're not martyrs, though. You know. <laughs> uh, so, um, here we go. Crypto services at I'm gonna mispronounce it. I'm gonna try that. Bor Stuttgart. Yep. Um, it's a German stock exchange, the second largest German stock exchange. They're now offering trading and custody solutions for crypto assets. At their subsidiary Blocknox, which sounds like a scam. Block if I if I didn't know they were an exchange in Germany doing it, I'd be like, yo, Blocknox is about to fucking is about to wreck people. Sounds I think there's just also and no offense, anyone that's German, there's something about the German language that just some of the words sound made up. It um, it, it yeah. also like genetically uh, frightens me a little bit. <laughs> but um i think there's i think there's good reason for that but i you know i fuck with the germans i love the germans um now the current germans we, we've been out there before we've seen them, we've seen them German folks. we won the war so that's what matters most but um so okay we're getting down we're getting a little bit more further into you know what's happening in the world of crypto um there's a chewing gum company called uh wrigley's it's a little known massive gum company okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. wrigley's is getting in they're wriggling their way into the metaverse dude they're trying to get into it wrigley's yeah That's they're calling it the juicy birds i thought it would i thought it was a pretty good name no way wait wait yeah. wait juicy I, birds. just to totally wrap our, our minds around this 
gum companies are starting their own like metaverse thing. Yeah. This is, we could have been born in so many eras, but in the world live right now, where yeah. the verse is a thing. You want to go to the gum universe? Because it exists and it's called juicy Because we got you. So shout out to anyone on the podcast that was that was really thinking there wasn't enough gum metaverse stuff out there. There is now. There's more. <laughs> and for anyone who was thinking like there'd be a multiverse theory, like there'd be multiple universes, it's happening. We're watching it, and gum companies are the ones running it, which is a little daunting. Um, okay. So Mitsubishi, we're getting into some Japanese news. Um, they're partnering with some blockchain entities to initiate stablecoin interoperability. Um, that's pretty wild because they're huge. I mean, that's like traditional finance and business getting immersed into crypto. Um, but Japan has been super embracing of crypto. I have the number here somewhere. What is it? Here we go. So all cryptocurrencies are legal in Japan and there's no limitations on residents owning or investing in digital assets. And by this is a 2021 estimate, a hundred thousand merchants in the country accept crypto, which is pretty fucking high. So it sounds like Japan's really taking to crypto, which is like, fuck yeah, Japan. Um, most most places in Japan that you want to buy shit, crypto accepted, they're all in. Why not? My thing is, what the fuck are we doing, dude? Why is Elizabeth Warren talking shit about crypto? You think she'd be into it, dude? You think she'd be into? You think all these people would be into crypto, like from both sides of the aisle? It's good for everyone. It it appeals to both sides. But they just want to be haters, dude. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I, I guess I, I gotta hate on somebody. It goes back to overall themes we're talking about. Everyone's scared of they're not getting a piece of the pie. If yeah. they're not, if they're not making some money out of it, why be stoked? I mean, look at China. They're like regular citizen. Nah, you ain't making any guap. Not you. We're gonna we're down. We're down, but if it's not benefiting us, nah, you guys are out. I'm I think that's the problem with centralized power which is exactly why crypto is the answer because when there's centralized power there's one funnel and then they decide like how that funnel goes down and usually they plug up the funnel and they're like we're keeping it all up here um, we're trying to break the funnel we're trying to break the funnel no we're more trying fun. to cause some disruption for sure yeah okay so okay. the last thing i'll go into we'll we'll we'll, we'll tie it off at the tree canopy um ETH Shanghai upgrade is out, um, you know, after they postponed it for a while, just like they did, you know, staking, but uh, it's happened. It came, it went April 12th. It's now been a week. Um, so people are able to unlock their stake ETH. ETH's been on a tear since it happened. Um, we'll see what happens, but things are going well. Things are going quite well. Okay. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So kind of, a, kind of our, our market update this week, some positive stuff. Yeah. Also, not financial advice. It never was, never has been, never will be. Um, we're just talking about what's happening and um, purely for entertainment purposes. Kind of feel neither of us have any expertise in this. We're just learning and we're sharing what we learn as we go. So that's, that's, that's what we're all about. That's what yeah. we're all about. Uh, yeah. How we got to the new segment, Market Recap. Uh, Thank you, Aquar Five. We appreciate you so much. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you know what? Just I just want to just because I think it's something that you know the market recap gets me thinking, and I, and I saw this I saw this video about this, and it got me thinking about ChatGPT again. Um, this was something that was wild to me. 
So chat, the ChatGPT research team um, gave ChatGPT, they were like, we, how can you make money? Yeah. I want you to literally make some money. And so the ChatGPT thing got to work. But to actually trade and buy certain things, there was a, are you a robot question that would appear. Mm -hmm. How genius is ChatGPT AI that it literally hired a task rabbit to fill out the are you a robot question. So it hired, AI hired a human to fill out those sections. And then it was selling and trading things and literally making money on its own. That is, I mean, this is why I love AI, dude. I don't. I mean, isn't, isn't that like mind boggling though? Like literally we have things in place. So it's like, are you a human or you have to fill out the things that are bicycles? The computer couldn't do that. So what they do? Hired a task rabbit, hired a random person, a human to let them get by these means and, and we're and was successful. Nice. I mean, that's fucking lit. I mean, at that point, yes, I am a human because I had a human fill this out. I mean, I love it. Power at, that, AI. at that point, right? I mean, and, and I also saw what a great assistant, dude. That is problem solving. That's I can't do this on my own. I need a human. Okay, let me get a human. Fuck I, yeah. I, just, I thought it was just the funniest thing. Yeah, it's awesome. It made me rethink how I even look at TaskRabbit because I'm like, oh, you need to like hang up your TV. And it's like, okay, no, TaskRabbit now computers <laughs> like yo get me through this i had um, to move fridge i had, I had task grab help me with the fridge how i mean it's i just never thought we would be at this point where it is now ai using task rabbits soon it's going to be a fucking robot shows up from task grab it to prove that you're a human dude like you're gonna, we're going to get to that level unreal dude a unreal. robot a robot worked a 20 hour shift yesterday or something and collapsed oh i saw that dude okay come on guys like we shouldn't be working humans that hard but don't work robots that hard either no one that can work I saw, forever I saw, I saw two takes on it one was like look how they work this robot to exhaustion but then i also saw another take that said the robot unloaded seven boxes and collapsed so what he one way or another we're either working the robots to the bone or the robot is just not cut out for this life. Yo, it took him 20 hours. <laughs> it took him 20, I took him 20 wow. hours with seven boxes. All right. Yeah. So there are so folks that are afraid of this shit for now. Well, I think we're okay. Take a step back. Because I think we're chilling. If it took seven boxes, 20 hours and collapsed, I think we got the upper hand still. Dude, that is so and funny. I do have to say, honestly, everyone should check out that video. Look up the robot collapse because it was hilarious one. It was just this pathetic little crumble down. As long yeah, as it was done. Know. It was done. It didn't want to do it anymore, dude. It's like, I'm not meant for this universe. I was meant for the universe where you guys didn't have robots yet. No, it was like, I'm meant to not carry boxes. <laughs> I, I can't do this task. Make you think of something, though. If the damn robot doesn't want to be moving boxes, makes you think. If the robot was like, I'm I don't out. think you need to think about that. I think but that's where I'm excited about what AI will do for us because it's like we have more important shit to be doing as people. Like I know people have to do that right now because they need money, but like they, we will find through ingenuity ways to work with these machines, and okay. we're gonna have to adapt one way or another. So like folks that are afraid of the shit, start using it so that uh, it doesn't start using you. You know what I mean? Like. It's funny just because exactly what you said, because obviously Google's coming out with their own AI, Bard. Yeah. And the head of Google, he came out and he was like, listen, 
our mission is to use this for the bettering of humanity and for throw ways. But he's like, we can't be afraid of it. He's like, it, it, we're just scratching the surface. So get on board. Um, I do think it's funny though. Everyone and their mother is trying to come out quickly with their new AI bot, which I don't know what that's going to do because then everyone's just going to have an AI. I'm like, going to have one. I'm going to fucking have one. You're going to have, we might have an Olympic Boulevard AI. Imagine that. Imagine we, if we do. We, we did 100. We already do. Episodes we're getting that are this transcribed by AI. Episodes that are just AI. Um, oh, like we will right. have AI doing the episodes for us. It won't even be lingering and I. I honestly, so so really savor these early ones because soon it'll be AI, and you won't even know is the fucked up. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, no, that there was a there. I saw something that was a Drake weekend song that came out, and everyone was freaking out, and they were like, "Yo, this is sick!" And then the person came out and was like, "AI." It was AI, and everyone was convinced it was new Drake weekend, and I was like, "That's nutty." I mean, the diehard fans were just convinced. They couldn't even tell. So, yeah, AI the future. Hop on the train. Get with it. I mean, it, this is the thing. How fucking awesome is it, y'all? Stop fucking getting all afraid of everything that happens in your life and just accept that it's here, it's happening, and you should get with it because it's crazy as fuck. Also, accept it and use it to your benefit. Like, like why? Dude, I get it. I have so many conversations with people that are, like, anti-AI, and I'm like, power to you. I'm not saying I'm like fully in, right? Like I'm a little afraid of it, but like fucking use it. Like don't, don't just be like, oh, I'm afraid. I don't even want to interact. It's not like an illegal drug. Like you can, you can use this and you can walk away and it won't affect you in Honestly, any negative right? way. At the end of the day, close your computer. You're done. Y'all, you, just so you know, like you can turn it off. Like AI can't, it can't turn on yet on its own. And I'm pretty sure right now, dude, the worst thing that it could do is like, like in terms of like, let's say it like became malicious and was like, I'm going to attack humans. It could like start a fire. It could like, it could like fuck up some, some plugs, maybe, maybe start a fire on your computer. Um, Put it, put out the fire, leave the, leave the place of the fire happening. Also, don't, um, don't let the task rabbit in that your AI hired. I think if it gets to a point dude, where we it's us against AI, like I literally think we just unplug stuff. But like to the AI that's listening right now, I love you. Please don't talk to me. Uh, I think, dude, we're getting to a point, man. I think we're, uh, what do we have to tell people? We got the stream coming back. We're going to be streaming more. We got the stream coming back. You know, your boys, your boys have been busy. We'll be kind of lagging. But I think, honestly, Maybe even to, tonight, maybe even tonight, your boys will hop on some Verdansk, uh, not Verdansk, new Call of Duty. Um, I want to I want to end on two things, two notes real quick. One, uh, Washington-based news, the commanders are in the process of selling. Is the Dan Snyder nightmare over? Let's go. Is the Dan Snyder nightmare over? It's over. Nothing, nothing is official yet, but it sounds great because he is definitely a douchebag. Um, and we don't need people like that owning sports teams and having tons of employees. So shout outs to commanders for moving that forward. But um, I want to I want to kind of leave us with with something that an event I went to last week to just just give us a positive note. Uh, it was an event for BU alumni celebrating showrunner Christopher Vernoff, who is the showrunner for Grey's Anatomy, the protege of um of what's her what's her face, the woman that's Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes, yep. And and she did a bunch of other shows that are really sick. I got you. And it was Shonda Rhimes. Yeah, yeah, Shonda Rhimes. Shout out, Shonda. We'll have you on the pod. Um, Anytime. 
I think I think the message though is just what I really liked that they had her speak, they had her friends there. And she was like, I was show running three shows. She was like, So have you ever think you're doing too much? You're not. She was like, You have to work your tail off because someone else is gonna be doing that too. And if you're not striving for 150, 200%, you're fucking up. Because she's like, This thing, life's hard. Life's hard, being successful is hard. So get out there and grind. If you're if you're a writer, today's maybe your day. Sit down, crank out something new. Start writing something every day. If you sit down and use ChatGPT, you have no excuse. You have no excuse. If you're a musician, start a new song today. Fuck it. If it sucks, start another one tomorrow. I mean, your boys you have here, no excuse. There's no excuses. There's no excuse anymore. There's no excuse after it. I don't I say it with love, but there's no excuse. There's no excuses. Your boys here. We're trying to get after it as much as we can. We're trying to give you more episodes. We're trying to give you more stream. We're trying to be involved in more cool shit. So I think that's our message for the week. Let's absolutely go 150, 200 percent. It's been fun. Let's go. I like that ending too. That was like a little motivational. I mean, listen, we have to hold ourselves to it. Let's go. I, I, I know I'm not going 150%. Well, that's what I'm, I, I think it was a realization too, where I was like, I don't know if I am either. And her saying that I was like, I'm definitely not. So I got, I got, I'm not, th- I'm not sure running three shows. So I better step my shit up. Let's go. Let's have a great week. Everyone Just fucking go y'all 150%. We'll see you all next time. Stay up, stay blessed. Happiness, successes, all that there. We love you. Peace. Okay. Oh.